Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to be. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6, giving you the libertarian perspective on the biggest stories of the week. But you don't need to wear a libertarian hat to look at that Comey hearing a little crooked. It just smacked of theater from top to bottom. And I strongly encourage people to go and look at the hearing from the day before of it was the uh, FBI guy, McCabe. No. Yeah. McCabe, the attorney general, deputy attorney general Rosenstein. It was Dan Coates, who's now the director of national intelligence. And it was Admiral Rogers, who's the head of the NSA. So these are guys I would not be disposed to like or respect because that's the real deep state. Deep state is not Obama holdovers. It's the people who control the government, regardless of who's in the White House, to make sure that the march towards totalitarianism continues apace, regardless of all the squabbling between the parties. That's what those guys represent to me. And still, I had to think they looked like real trustworthy professionals versus uh, what Comey was was spooling out to us. And I can't help but think that Comey was taking his freedom in his hands, speaking so freely that he might actually have legal trouble down the road. So I feel like that guy, that this this is a reality show that's been storyboarded up front. It's loosely scripted. He knows what he's going to say. Uh, and I And I feel like there are purposes to it. And one is just the media frenzy for ratings, which I finally realize actually they like that. They want us to pay for our own brainwashing. So I think they they give us the empty drama for that reason. And then I think uh, another the real underlying purpose of the Russian affair is that elections should be taken over by the federal government, either completely like overtly or just behind the scenes and uh, but with Comey himself the it, it was all about him being this boy scout that when people screw up in the government especially law enforcement you know that there's just it's very important to maintain confidence in law enforcement especially as we head towards the police state where what an underlying agenda item remains pushing the police power uh the like the power to police up uh, upsourcing it as i've coined to the federal government it was a big agenda item for obama it looks like it's on the back burner now um but everything is meant to go up uh to for us to lose control and a lot of these psyops are meant for that for us to think that 
Somebody at the top has to take over. So that was part of the whole Comey psyop, in my opinion, psychological operation. I want to know what you think, though. 404 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Binkley, my producer, has some... Uh, he's going to read me tweets as they come. You got a tweet for me? Yeah, I have a good one here from Zim. He says, they are literally grinding reality into dust, making the truth so ambiguous that it's almost invisible. Interesting. And, and I will say... I noticed that first when I went back and looked at the, a long time ago, I looked at the Joe McCarthy hearings. Roy Cohn, which Trump was the protege of Roy Cohn. Mm -hmm. Roy Cohn was Joe McCarthy's lawyer. And he was also Trump's lawyer. But when you look back at those hearings, that to me was the turning point. Maybe the Watergate was, I didn't ever go back and watch those. But the McCarthy stuff, they would... On the video, on the films, you could see them describing a picture for the record, and it wasn't the picture. So they would say, you can clearly see that guy standing alone, but you actually see that guy standing with somebody else. Like, and, <laughs> and so for the congressional record, the words were different. And, and I was sitting there, like, and some people were still, some of the senators were still using logic. Like, that, who's ever going to fall for this? This is nonsense. You should be ashamed of yourself. Let's fight a duel, you know? But... The, but now they don't. It, it's amazing that the that anyone can sit in those rooms with a straight face is my feeling about <laughs> it, you know. But let's get to some more uh, tweets after I take some calls. I'm gonna go to Ethan and Alpharetta. Hi, Ethan. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. I just want to say I just started listening to your show over the past month, and I just love it. I think you're a great uh, libertarian voice on the radio. I'm glad that we have that kind of insight uh, on the airwaves and. Uh, at the same time, you're not an anarchist. You're a libertarian, but not an anarchist, and that's wonderful. That's, a, that's something we don't see all the time. Well, uh, I have to correct the record, Ethan. Theoretically, <laughs> on the thousand-year plan, I don't think that we can trust the government with all the guns and all the power. But in the meantime, because I have yep. children, I am kicking the can by defending the Bill of Rights. So I consent right. to this government, even if theoretically I don't have any hope for it. But I, I love, thank you so much for your encouragement. So what's, what are your impressions, Ethan? Well... The thing I haven't heard anybody mention is that Comey seems to be guilty of doing something that any lawyer should know better than to do, and that is assuming. He's bad about making assumptions, especially regarding the intentions of other human beings. We hear him uh, assuming that Hillary Clinton did not intend to break the law with a private email server and her mishandling of confidential information. But at the same time, he's confident that Trump intended for him to just disregard the Flynn investigation and, and effectively obstruct justice. Uh, but th- ultimately, that's what he's doing. He's assuming that he knows their intentions, even though Trump did not specifically command him to, to just let it go regarding the, regarding the Flynn investigation. Yeah, and that's, that's a good point, Ethan, because he, he is supposedly, this guy's a, a lawyer, a top cop, and I, I went to law school. I didn't even practice, but I, I, I even remember... It is very clear that questions of fact like that are for the jury, you know, and and I'm not saying there's a jury there, but you you know in your mind to delineate those things. And when you hear other guys in the course of business in these Senate hearings or whatever, you'd never hear them mushing stuff together like that. It's just he's like an actor. Right, right. And and I think that 
you know, ultimately, it, it does appear to be a politicized double standard, even though he's trying to look as though he's independent and he's just being, uh, you know, objective and so forth. To me, even though people think that he hurt Clinton, I think ultimately his intention was to help her, which I'm making an assumption on my part. <laughs> no, I agree, though. Yeah, I, that's what it looks like. It yeah. does appear like he's, he's motivated by politics. Well, and yes, thank you so much, Ethan. Another thing was that he said when he leaked that document that he asked his friend, the Columbia professor, to leak something to the news, he said that his intention was to spark a, a special counsel. I mean, that was a politically motivated action with intent that was completely beyond what it was appropriate. Right. And the last thing I wanted to say is I love your analysis on how you're exposing the media's uh, intentional creation of organized chaos. And that's what this all this whole, like you said, reality TV, TV show is. It's yeah. And it just chaos. it just hit me because I always discount just uh, I love the word banal. It's like commonplace or just this banal money grubbing. You know, I never think Hillary's just in it for the money. Trump's in it for the money if there is. But that there so I dismiss it always. But there is an element of that. They do want the money. They do want you to pay. That's why why like the CIA and tax exempt foundations and stuff can be so dangerous is that they magnify the power of their money by not paying taxes on it or actually using government money to affect their ends. And I feel like the media is the same way that they will they will sell commercials on the propaganda that they're jamming into your head so you vote how they want you to vote. I mean, it's it's really too much, and uh, and it's obvious, and they create the circus as an end to itself. Uh, let me just get to one more call before the break. Va- Van in Atlanta. Hi, Van. You're on with Monica. Hello. Yeah. Enjoyed the show. I, uh, you mentioned theater, and I can't what you call me without thinking of Wedding Crashers. I don't know if you saw that movie. Yes, I did, with Owen Wilson. Vince Vaughn dancing with a girl. He wishes he could have been strong when he walks out of the place. Wait, I can hardly hear you. Can you... Can you give me more volume? Try again, Van. Yeah. You hear me? I can barely hear you. You got one more chance. Uh, I can't hear you, buddy. I'm super sorry. But I think what you're saying is Vince Vaughn in the Red Wedding Crashers, who who is freakishly tall, not as freakishly tall as uh, Comey, who's like 6'8". There's another weird thing he said during the hearing that reminds me of how tall he was. That that famous picture of him walking across the room in the blue room and meeting Trump and really dwarfing Trump, who's tall. tall. Trump is tall. So he meets him. They go in for like, you know, a handshake and Trump says something in, in Comey's ear. And Comey said, he testified under oath that what Trump said was, I look forward to working with you, <laughs> which, you know, that just doesn't that sound wrong. Like, I just why would you pull somebody close and say that? I mean, it just seemed weird. It all seems so weird. <laughs> anyway, um, Comey is freakishly tall. And uh, but I don't hold that against him. Maybe that's where he gets his overconfidence. But I don't know. So thank you very much for the call, Van. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I've got uh, Greg Guy. Hang on. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Your calls, more tweets after the break. <laughs> 
Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. High of 88. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. We're talking about the Comey hearing. I'm taking a little bit of a different take. I'm going a little deeper into it. I do think that we are being... Uh, this, this play is being unfolded for us to manipulate... Uh, how we how we view the government and to encourage us to accept a policy. So I'm going to dig into that a little more at the bottom of the hour. I keep getting great calls. So I'm going to do the calls and then um, play some clips and get some tweets. So the number is 404-872-0750, 800-WSB-TALK, and my Twitter handle is at Monica Perez Show. I am going to go to Guy in Marietta. I told guy to hold on to the right. bottom of the hour. Are you ready for me, guy? Yes, I'm ready. What you got? Um, I want to talk about Comey and the word intent, but first I want to say that because of the five corrupt TV networks, uh, you're not hearing that, that, that the proper process for the Hillary situation would have been for the Justice Department to impanel uh, a grand jury and hear the evidence. And, and it was never done, and I think... Uh, there was a little bit of conspiring between Comey and Loretta Lynch, and, and and then Comey, I believe, leaked the word intent, leaked the word intent out there to see if it would float with the TV networks, and it did. So then he came forward and did what he did, uh, and then Trey Gowdy pretty much exposed all of Hillary's lies. Remember in that hearing that he exposed those lies? Yeah. All the lies that Hillary told, and I thought it was... I thought it was a, a, a felony to uh, to uh, uh, lie to the FBI, but maybe it's just under oath. Oh, dude! No, both. I think you can't. You can't even lie. I think you can't even lie to a cop at a traffic stop. Like, it's totally. You really can't lie to the FBI, though. People get into big, big trouble. Isn't but that you've, interesting? You've TV got something. All those lies on TV. Yeah, let me, guy. You really sparked my curiosity here because. This thing about intent, he did bring it up. I even noticed in one of the court cases against Trump's executive order, they talk about intent, and um, that seems to be a, a theme that's coming up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say we need to watch out for the importance of that. I also think that all, most of this is pointing to the need. A lot of this ambiguity is pointing to the need for tapes that. Uh, that they're asking for Oval Office tapes, which is something Trump started. I mean, that's what's weird about that, is that Trump started it at, and, and said, oh, you better hope there's no tapes. Comey said, I really want there to be tapes. Then, I think on Friday, Congress asked Comey specifically for all memos and tapes he might have. Uh, I feel like the ambiguity is pointing to uh, the Watergate episode of this reality show. I'll explain a little more what I mean um, and play some uh, telling clips from the hearing. You can also tweet at me at Monica Perez Show or call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am your libertarian voice on WSB Saturdays from 3 to 6. Talking about the big, biggest story of the week. Uh, there were other stories, though. 
I really want next week or at least even in my offline life, my propaganda report daily.com or on Twitter, Facebook. I want to talk about Trump's infrastructure plan. But there was also big news coming out of the UK in that Theresa May, who is the prime minister, they get to call their own elections. She was riding high, calls an election, uh, brings out these weird policies that blows up her party, basically. The result is now she's on the rocks. Her party, I, I think they call it a hung parliament, where they really um, can't get a consensus in parliament, can hardly get things done. I think it's going to totally derail Brexit. And then, of course, me being down the rabbit hole, uh, I want. I wonder if it was on purpose. And I wanted to kind of uh, get that uh, out there on the record because... I had thought, and I know Binkley's here with me, I think you have never been convinced that Brexit is really going to happen. And and really, the the reason it folds into what kind of my, what I'm thinking this whole year is like, what's the true meaning of Trump? Is Trump a really going to shepherd in a new era of nationalism? Is our closest alliance once again going to be this Atlanticist alliance of the UK and the US? Or is it all a scam to get globalism uh, to have this big kind of backlash, this rebound that the EU was losing steam after its debt crisis? Um, It needs kind of political unification because economics alone isn't really a sustainable model for a union like that. So if they come back with if brexit falls away the eu comes out stronger globalism here you know the democrats come out stronger if they flip the six they start turning red states blue i feel like we'll see the proof is in the pudding that trump whether and here's the new um you know the the new catchphrase in senate hearing committees witting or unwitting trump wittingly or unwittingly um participate in this sparked this is responsible for this so like even the paris accord he pulls out of the paris accord and uh all of a sudden there's this backlash where cities want to report directly to the un which is actually like an agenda 2030 un plot to get cities to report directly to the un to like create city states to take farmland offline like to really the real globalist plot is like a reaction to what Trump says he's doing to try to get away from all that stuff. So I always ask the question, qui bono, who benefits? The proof is in the pudding. These are things I just want to throw out there to make people aware of as they unfold over time. And it takes a long time for the stuff to unfold. But I found this Comey hearing this week pretty fascinating. And, and one of the things that Casey's mom tweeted to me was that she thought that part of the purpose here was to restore faith in government. And I think Comey is being set up as this kind of um, all shucks guy, this Boy Scout who's honest, you know, even against his own interests. And you can really trust a guy like that because how, how is he benefiting? He lost his job. He's, uh, you know, it's uncomfortable for him. It makes him mildly nauseous to have to reflect on, you know, the, the what it's cost him to, you know, the, the impact of his relentless scrupulousness. And I and I have the clips to prove it, and I, it's about time I start playing some. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Binkley, for cutting these. Let's start with the first one. I think clip one is Senator Warner, who's a guy from Virginia. He uh, he was such a self-righteous jerk throughout this, this whole week of hearings. These are the, the Senate Intelligence Committee. And um, 
I, I dug into him a little bit because he was such a jerk. He seemed like a lifetime politician, but like even more of a jerk than that. And then I found out that he's the richest senator by a lot and, I, and, and also a lifetime politician, which I found difficult to reconcile, only to discover he had some venture capital dealings, but that was after he made big money winning, and I'm using air quotes right now, <laughs> winning lotteries for free cellular licenses. So the, the cellular, when cellular was exploding, the licenses were being given away by the government, uh, supposedly for people who wanted to use them. And they, uh, and so savvy guys like Warner accumulated them and then sold them for real money to actual cellular companies. So real property rights originate from this libertarian's perspective in use. So you mix your toil with the soil, you know, your blood, sweat, and tears with this, and that's where you get it. So if you're, if you use the cellular frequency, whatever, if you use the radio waves, you own it. Uh, but the government, when the government says no, we own everything, and we get to decide who gets it, they decided to give it away for a while. This guy got crazy rich. Then they closed that loophole, and and now he's an arrogant jerk and continues to be a lifetime politician. And with that dubious recommendation, let's hear how he sets Comey up as being a guy you can trust. Clip one. Now, Mr. Comey, let me say at the outset, we haven't always agreed on every issue. In fact, I've occasionally questioned some of the actions you've taken. But I've never had any reason to question your integrity, your expertise, or your intelligence. You've been a straight shooter with this committee and have been willing to speak truth to power, even at the risk of your own career. So there you have it. You know, and you and you can see him kind of reading the word integrity. Like he's trying to do it with real, you know, but he's just like, oh, I shouldn't have, I, I should have read Cody's this before. Reaction, his facial, he was just, this is, thank you. It was almost, it was really emotional. Yeah, so so that's him setting up Comey for uh, being such a solid guy. You speak truth to power. You have integrity. We don't always agree, but I respect <laughs> your opinion. You know, and there's such... Uh, it's when you watch the whole hours and hours and hours of the hearings, you realize how disingenuous they are. What what um, what a play this is! They just don't use logic or anything or professionalism, and then they come out with that stuff. This Comey clip is a little bit long, but he just goes it's he just goes on and on about how um, you know Dagnabbit, Dagnabbit. This is the best darn system. So let's now hear uh, Comey laying it on thick in clip two. I worked every day at the FBI to help make that great organization better. And I say help because I did nothing alone at the FBI. There are no indispensable people at the FBI. The organization's great strength is that its values and abilities run deep and wide. The FBI will be fine without me. The FBI's mission will be relentlessly pursued by its people and that mission is to protect the American people and uphold the Constitution of the United States. I will deeply miss being part of that mission, but this organization and its mission will go on long beyond me and long beyond any particular administration. I have a message before I close for the, my former colleagues of the FBI, but at first I want the American people to know this truth. The FBI is honest. The FBI is strong. And the FBI is and always will be independent. And now to my former colleagues, if I may. 
I am so sorry that I didn't get the chance to say goodbye to you properly. It was the honor of my life to serve beside you, to be part of the FBI family, and I will miss it for the rest of my life. Thank you for standing watch. Thank you for doing so much good for this country. Do that good as long as ever you can. And senators, I look forward to your questions. I mean, is anyone else barfing? Binkley, am I just too cynical to be like, that is vomititious? I thought he was on the asteroid in Armageddon about to just blow it up saying goodbye to everyone. <laughs> He's a superhero and like a I, cheesy... I, <laughs> I just... It, it, I think there is something... I was listening to a podcast. I think it was Joe Atwell. He was saying like, we have this innate sense of lying. So when I... And I always had this. So my mother would always watch. My parents like glued to the news cycle, whatever. And... I, the State of Union address would come on and she they'd be watching it and I would have to leave the room. I mean, to this day, I, I would have to leave the room. And I remember saying to my mother, like, I just, I don't know why I can't stand it. And I, and she would say, because they're lying. You can't stand the lies. You just can't stand it. And it's true. I don't know how she could stand it, but I truly could not stand it. And Atwell was saying that he thinks we have this innate sense, like it keeps us, it's like a, a um, you know, a, a defense mechanism that you are out there to try to uh, protect yourself by not allowing these lies. I want to I take a call because I'm talking so much. Um Andy in Tucker, I am going to you. Andy, you're on with Monica. Yeah, I want to throw another scenario out there about the Comey Theater. Yep. Uh, no doubt he's a narcissist and a very powerful narcissist. Yes, it really feels like that, unless it's a role he's playing, but I think he probably got chosen for the role because he is an absolute narcissist. I agree. Right. And so this all started, you know, with Hillary. And when Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton got together, you know, they interfered with his his authority, with his, you know, with his club, with his FBI. And so narcissists are usually retaliatory. So that's why he started with Hillary. And maybe something else happened later that we don't know about, which caused phase two of Hillary. But he definitely hates Trump, and the way he got fired, you know, was pretty, pretty lousy. So this was his going away party, and this was, you know, his hit back at Trump for firing him the way he did. Yeah, you know, I, 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 my analysis of this stuff, it's the edges that I don't understand. I'm going to understand it someday, and we are all going to go through this journey together, I think, because you can tell it's what I'm really trying hard to understand. I absolutely, there's no doubt in my mind there are puppet masters. There's no doubt in my mind that at certain levels there are places where the two sides come together, um, and maybe they go apart again, you know, maybe... Uh, lizard people run the world, and then there's like, <laughs> um, you know, heads of government, and then there's, you know, the kind of George Soros type or whatever who can maybe bribe both the left and the right. That there are these different layers where, at some layers, there are actually 
genuine conflicts going on and that maybe they pick these people like Comey or even Trump because of their own characteristics that play right into the kind of conflict they're trying to generate. Because this guy does make me feel like he's a sociopath. I just that's just how I feel about him. And and I think maybe it's even the role he's playing. But who better to play the role than the guy who actually is that thing? So let's dig a little deeper after the break. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. 79 outside the studio. Skies are sunny. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. Played some clips from the Comey hearing. You have to really listen to them with fresh ears and realize what a crock it is anyway i'm going to Joni in atlanta hi Joni. you're on with monica is this Joni? hello i guess it is not Joni. all right i'm putting you on hold there Joni. um is this is this Joni in atlanta yes it is go for it what you got okay thank you i agree with your assessment of comey i think it was an act and i also think that uh, the globalists, they they watch people, politicians, and they look at those who are narcissistic, uh, have a lust for power like the Clintons. This is from my own research, and I found that in world history, it's replete with societies that have wanted to be uh, dominated by people like that. No matter what the political party is, uh, they have no regard for the rule of law because they want to be in power, and they refuse to let... Uh, themselves be examined by the justice system. They will lie. They will cheat. And to me, that causes them to be delusional and then just flat out go into deception if they don't change by conviction of conscience. Joni, you're talking about, in my opinion, a sociopath, I think, and I think that is like the top, the very highest echelon, I believe, is populated with sociopaths. Right. And that, that, that creates an anarchist spirit. There's nothing wrong with political parties having differences of opinion, but what we're seeing, the violence, the refusal to uh, support your government in this regard, to make it work for all of the people. Their interest is not in making peace and not honoring our Constitution, you see, but the end goal is to rule, and that's sad, but history also shows that it never creates a successful party. And they will be their own victims as well. I got to go to a break. But, Joni, that was so measured and thoughtful and mature and so completely uh, outside the trend. But what you reminded me of was a kooky story I heard about Comey when he was a teenager. And I wonder sometimes if they actually select these people in advance and set them up for a future to play these kind of weird roles. So interesting, Joni. Thank you very much. Uh, Tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.